Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to the third ever episode of International Marmalade. I'm Gemma Bassiani. I'm Mick Everett. And we're back to talk about more international tunes. It's been a bit delayed. I've been very focused on some other things going on. So this might be one week late, but that's fine because you're still getting an episode. Um, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Today we've <laughs> each chosen our three songs. We've just been talking about a few things that have been going on. Both of us have been doing lots of marking and lots of teaching. It's been uh, mm-hmm. sending our brains a little bit uh, out of there, I think. Yes. Um, yeah, that, that, that's a very kind way of putting it, Gemma. Yeah. Marking is very tedious and uh, makes mm-hmm. your brain go funny. And I've also been working very hard on the Siren website because we've got a few changes coming up because we launched our first ever merch, which is very exciting. Have you seen those? No. You haven't seen tell, tell our me. badges? No, so no. We have uh, three badges available. They come in a pack of three or you can get them individually. One is just I Heart Women's Sport, which, you know, awesome. Uh, another one is called, it just says Women's Sport is not expendable, which is, I'm taking my hood off now. I put it on as a bit of a joke before we started. Now it's uncomfortable. Um <laughs> because my headphones make it a bit tight because uh, yeah. I have a giant head. Um, yeah, women's sport is not expendable, which has been a bit of a tagline my friends and I have had during the shutdown in particular because there's a lot of calls for women's teams to be shut down or to be decimated um, to save men's jobs. And we've recently seen that start to happen with Scott Gowans losing his job despite only only ever having lost three games uh, and won 11 and was going to go close to winning a premiership this year if the season hadn't been abandoned. So North Melbourne, shame on you. And then the third is Strong-Willed Women, which is a bit of a throwback to a terrible, terrible article written about some AFLW players last year. So we're taking ownership of that statement and calling ourselves Strong-Willed Women. 
So mm. yes, that's our merch. If anyone wants to find that, I know probably not because this is a music show, but uh, if you just go to sirensport.com.au, there's a little merch button at the top right corner. So yes, that's my plug for the start of this show. <laughs> what have you been up to? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, just really for me, it's been marking. Uh, we've been doing this the new podcast, podcast, the isolation podcast. Uh, Al and I, we've uh, we're two dep- two episodes, two episodes Episode. even, two episodes deep. Uh, we've discussed food, we've discussed <laughs> school. Uh, not entirely sure as to what we've got lined up for the next episode, but. Yeah, it's it's been super fun. We've been receiving some really lovely feedback from from mainly friends and and mothers. <laughs> but you know, it's good to start somewhere. It's funny you say that because I always get dads or my friend like my dad or my friend's dads writing comments on my articles for Siren, like very supportive and very good comments. Yeah. But it's always my dad and my friend's dads, which I find so funny. So for you to say mum, <laughs> that's also very funny. My mum is a is um is the queen of responding to Instagram stories with emojis. She loves that shit, which I appreciate because mm. it's very um reassuring. Uh every time you get like a little love heart or a kissy face, it's good. Yeah. Especially on the Siren oh. Instagram account when I'm not always the one to check it. <laughs> it's great. Ah, oh, I love Siren. I love doing Siren stuff. But I also love talking about music and I have yes. chosen the most absurd array of songs for this episode. I not that they're bad because I wouldn't have chosen them if they were bad, but I definitely chose them really late at night when I was like, I need songs for this episode and I haven't listened yeah. to anything. What am I going to choose? And yeah, it's um, it's a bit wild, but yours are maybe a bit less wild and more considered. Do you want to kick us off for today? <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> um, I might kick things off with Woods. Uh, this is a song called Can't Get Out taken off their new album called strange to explain um they released a record back in 2012 called bend beyond which i loved uh and i've sort of gone in and out of really devouring their music Mm. since since then that was sort of when i've just when i discovered them um i listened a little bit to this new record this song in particular has gotten a bit of coverage everywhere you look really it's it's like i guess i was thinking about how would i sum up woods and how would i sum up this song as a as emblematic of what woods can do and it's like this one is like that perfect veteran indie rock band you didn't know existed but actually does and is making incredible music yeah it's something very comforting and very veteran kind of sounding about this song yeah, you saying veteran kind of goes with the note I've written, which is that it feels strangely nostalgic, like mm. something maybe you would have heard in the 90s and would have felt mm. really comfortable with it. I don't know. I'm not explaining myself very well, but nostalgia is mostly what I'm getting at. I think it's more the vocal than anything that gives me yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's spot on. I think... Um, Something that just came to me then was, I guess, if you like Spoon, and especially how Spoon sound now, you probably will like this song and probably the record as well. Yeah, 
It was it was interesting. And when you wrote Woods, I was like, did he forget the E and forget that this is an international music show? Because <laughs> we love Woods, as in W O O D E S from Australia. But no, it's completely different to that. Yeah, yeah, no, that yeah. I've always gotten them a little bit confused. I actually put I have this draft uh, playlist on Spotify where I move all of the things onto before moving them onto the mixtape playlist, just so it looks all uniform. They all go on at the one at one time. Peek behind the curtain. If people don't realize, Mix thinks about everything he does twenty times before he does it, and I am the exact opposite. <laughs> Which I think that's the best way. I, I'm a Virgo. <laughs> so am I. Our birthday's oh, like shit, yeah, you are. <laughs> I just am like, no, fuck it. Let's just do this thing. And you're like, everything has to be perfect before I try. I've actually been working <laughs> with um another mate. I don't know if you've met him, Jason, on some footy stuff recently. And he's very yeah. much like you as well. And sometimes I just want to throttle him and just be like, just do it. Stop telling me about it. Just do it. <laughs> So, but it's very funny because then everything's so perfect when it comes out, and I'm like, oh, my stuff looks like shit now. <laughs> but it is what it is. Everyone's listening yeah. while listening to this. It's fine. Whatever. Uh, should we listen to a bit of Can't Get Out? Yeah, let's do it. By Woods. Woods, just W O O D S. Can't Get Out. Here we go. was a bit of can't get out by woods my first track for today uh just following the woods theme but the australian kind i've chosen aurora's new song exist for love um i chose this for one very specific reason i love aurora um i think Mm. she's fascinating i think she's very unique um even though i referenced woods just before this um and I think what she does is very considered to fit her brand. What are you doing? Oh, you're holding a phone. Nix is in all yeah. black and he just held his phone awkwardly to his chest. <laughs> so all I could see was his hand. It looked really weird. Um, but this song, this song sounds like a traditional love song from a musical. Like, you know, when they have those breaks in mm. musicals where there's like a picnic and then one of them singing a love song. I In my head, it was like Mary Poppins-esque. Um, and I just thought it was really strange that she released a song like this, so I wanted to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I was so taken aback by this song because it, so, it is so sweet. Yeah, it's weird, right? Um, it it reminds me of though. Lapsley. Sorry? Yeah, Lapsley. Um you love sweet though. I do love sweet. I look, I've got to be honest with you. Aurora is a name that obviously I've seen a heap, but have never properly spent time listening to her. Mm. And I had in my mind that it was a bit more bare bones, a bit more kind of glitch, glitchtronica kind of oh. vibe. But I, I wasn't expecting this. Um, kind of almost soaring ballad. Yeah, well, this skews very, very far from, like, it skews very far normal 
in inverted commas, mm. um, from what we usually hear from Aurora, which I, is mm. what I found really strange. It's strange that it's not strange. Mm, mm, mm. Mostly. Yeah, and I just can't I can't picture her performing it. Like the song is beautiful. It's very well put together. There's um strings in it which are really stunning and very much puts you in the musical mode, which I played in many in high school in the band. So I know <laughs> these songs in and out. Um yeah. it's it's just so odd to me that she would release this. And I and the image itself, um, like the artwork that she's put with it doesn't suggest that there's anything different about this song. So I yeah. just, I have so many questions. This song just has raised so many questions for me. Isn't that just a perfect piece of art then? Yeah, and that's why I chose you, it. Or if it's getting you to ask questions, yeah. Yeah, but it makes me want to know what the plan is coming next. Like, is this just a blip that everyone's in isolation, stuff's weird, let's just release something that's a bit different to what I normally do? Or is this, mm. like, a genuine direction turn? Because I think if it was a direction turn, I'd be disappointed. But if it's one part of a whole piece of work, I could understand that a little bit more. Mm. Mm. Well, I guess that's sort of the big decision a lot of people are making right now, especially yeah. musicians. Do we... Is this just a short moment in time where we need to make music that documents this short moment in time? Or is this chance to take stock and to, to figure out what we're really doing and potentially slightly change, change route a little bit sonically? Mm. It's fascinating. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's a great song. It's very dreamy, I think, is probably the best oh, way. Oh, it totally is. Yeah, well, let's hear some of it. Uh, it's called Exist for Love. It's by Aurora. just heard a bit of Exist for Love by Aurora. Uh, Vic's second song. I just had a massive brain pause. <laughs> My brain was just like, we're not doing anything for a bit now. Uh, who cares that you're recording something? Just stop. Um, Vix. Yes. I'll save this episode. Don't worry. Um, no, but I probably won't though. Uh, this is Park I Jin and like this. Um, Again, a name I've seen around a heap. Uh, if you're seeing the name on Spotify or online, you'll see that actually in front of Park Hai Jin is the Korean writing for, I imagine, her name. Mm -hmm. um, she's a Korean producer slash rapper. Apparently started out as a rapper, but has um, slowly started to make more tech house music um i freaking love this song uh it really it reminds me a heap of music i used to listen to a lot which is so there's a bit of nostalgia inbuilt into this one yep. um it still obviously sounds reasonably current too though so it's really steeped in that kind of british club sound thinking of like bicep and jamie xx um 
And I don't know, this song feels incredibly vast. And it's like, but like, I don't know, this sounds like an oxymoron, but it sounds very, very vast. But it just has this one continuous feeling that is drawn out, but it's given this room and, and kind of growth to work itself through. It's just... Yeah. Oh. I don't think that's an oxymoron. I think a sound can be vast while having one direction at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Um, this one, <laughs> I, I was saying to Mix right before we started recording that... I've just sculled a giant coffee because I've just not spoken to anyone in a while and <laughs> have been focused on SEO values for the last 66 hours, um, to be exact. I don't know how long. Three days, 72 hours. Oh, um, so I'm a little bit off my rocker. <laughs> but this song, this song, I want to talk about this song. Um, it feels like it would fit seamlessly into the Melbourne underground electronic scene, which... Yeah. I, I feel like um, I could turn on yeah. R at 11 p.m. and this would be playing and I love it. Like it's got yeah. that vibe about it. Like I could imagine, I keep saying like, stop doing that. I could imagine driving on my own home after doing something, you know, when we could do things um, and this song coming on and just enjoying driving to it. And to that point, I just hit my mic as well. Gemma, chill. To that point, uh, it is much shorter than it feels. I feel like uh, when you're listening to it, it feels like it's, it could be 10 minutes long, but in reality, it's just over four minutes. Yeah, it is too. Because you get, do get lost in it a little bit, which is cool. Yeah, yeah, far out. It felt like it was about seven or eight minutes for me. Yeah. It's literally, it felt close to double what it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, wow. I guess that's what I mean about it having the room, it giving you the room to be able to, you know, to hear it. I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. Is, that a, is, that, is that a testament to the song or is it a testament to the fact that we've all been locked inside for a really long time? <laughs> Look, that's work true. it out. <laughs> uh, should we hear a bit of this song? Yeah, look, let's do it. This is Park Hygiene with a little bit of Like This. You just heard a bit of Like This by Park Hai Jin. Uh, I have out of character for me, I think, which <laughs> is starting to become in character because we've been talking more about hip-hop music on both Australian Jams and International Marmalade than I think I ever have before. Thank mm-hmm. you, Sos, for opening my eyes to a lot of things. Um, <laughs> I've chosen Run the Jewels' new song from their record, um, Goonies versus E.T., which is... I mean, based on the title alone, this song should have been chosen. The artwork is sick, like so cool, which is very Run the Jewels. They've always had really good artwork. I think the treatment of the vocal on this is really what drew me in the first time I listened to it. it it's mm. very dark and um, 
it's kind of ominous and then the way it shifts into different feels and different vocal types as the song goes on I think is very fascinating but this dark kind of ominous vocal is the thing that uh, ties it all together and then the other thing that about this song which I haven't haven't heard a lot of songs recently that are this dynamic like there's so much movement in this song but yeah it doesn't feel um it doesn't feel separated at all it feels very f- like it flows but it's so dynamic from style to style from vocal to vocal all that sort of stuff and i just think it's genius the way it's been really carefully constructed yeah i i completely agree again not a not an artist who i listen to a lot but was quite taken aback by this song, by how how much they pack into it. Mm. Like Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And the production and the the intensity of some of those bars, especially, but also the production around the vocals, it's just like I haven't heard stuff like this before. Um, maybe I need to listen to more to more yeah. good music, but um, yeah, this kind of completely opened my eyes. It's mm. really really phenomenal. Yeah, I haven't listened to this whole record yet. I've listened to about half of it, but I'm really looking forward to. It's another one that I'd really like to listen to while I'm driving. Um, mm. Just for context, I do a lot of driving on my own, and. I like really dynamic music when I'm driving and I, I usually will listen to different music when I'm driving as compared to when I'm working or doing other things. So yeah. I'm really looking forward to putting this on, maybe doing a drive up to the country and doing it that way. And I think that I'll really be able to enjoy it as a full package that way. So I'm just personal yeah. listening habits, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, ignore me. Uh, should we hear some of this song? <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Goonies versus E.T. by Run the Jewels. We'll be back. If I make another wish, I'll wish for a wish for you. you. Put the brass on the magic lamps, damn near rub through. through. Hey. Wish at the wish at the wish at the wish at the chances are that none are coming true. That 
was Goonies vs. E.T. by Run the Jewels. Mix is up to his last song for the day. What is it? Uh, this, so I was searching through some, for, for some new music to talk about on the pod, and I realised one place I I do go to, but I often forget is actually a really good resource for to, to read about new music is the Bandcamp Daily blog. Yep. Especially for international stuff that might be kind of not front page of Spotify or anything. Bandcamp um, lead the way for a lot of things, let's just say. Yes. They oh, do yes. so much right and they do not get the recognition they deserve for doing so many things right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wholeheartedly agree with you there. Um so yeah, I discovered this EP on there. It's from a guy called Rick Wilson. He's been working with a producer called Terrace Martin. Um, the EP is called They Call Me Disco, <laughs> um, which immediately got me. I thought, oh, do they now? Be the judge of that. Turns out they do because this is one of the most, exciting uh, releases I think I've heard this year. Um, There have been a few cuts taken off it already, but I wanted to talk about this opening one called Breaking Rules, and it features some lines from another rapper, Corbin Dallas, Um, mainly because I feel as though it's the real epitome, 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 there's a hard word to say three times, uh, of this mix between disco production and rap. Mm. Um, and in fact, this is actually the opening cut from it. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's quite exciting. Like Terrace Martin's worked with Kendrick, uh, Snoop Dogg, Kamazi Washington, and clearly it's quite diverse in the kinds of production that that he can get up and running for for different kinds of artists and this is just so this is really fun i really like it's funny because i didn't i just to talk over you there uh i didn't know the title of the record itself so my first note was this is a sick throwback to disco um yeah it made me think, because in case people don't know, because I haven't mentioned it enough on this show, I teach a music history subject, well, an entertainment history subject at a uni. And um, listening to this reminded me of a of the disco class I teach in my subject, because I'm a nerd. Um, a disco and, class. It well, does. One of, that... one of the classes is about all about disco. Okay, it does make it seem like you're actually going in... <laughs> Saturday Night Fever style. I have lots of uh, photos of Saturday Night Fever to show my students when I teach that class. They <laughs> love it, can I say? Um, the reason I brought that up is because I I don't think people not an, I don't think enough people know the history of DJing and how intricately mixed with disco it is, and yeah. how it was actually. Um, they copped a lot of bigotry around it. So the whole idea of disco was and and um, DJing, they it, it lived in gay clubs in the seventies because in heterosexual clubs, 
um, normal clubs. I don't want to use the word normal, um, mm. even though I've used it twice already today. Sorry. Uh, it was live music and it was dirty and it was beer drinking. It was white dudes all the time. And that was what it was. And they frowned upon the idea of non-live music. So DJing for the purely for the purpose that it was born out of gay clubs because that yeah. was where they had more space to have people dancing and things like that. Did elders walk in? No, no. I just heard a, the cops or oh, a, a siren at least. Siren. It was quite loud. I don't know if, dear listener, you can hear that, but no, anyway, it's gone that. now. Yeah, that is what it is. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it, the way this kind of movement was formed and disco and DJing were so intricately, intricately intertwined and yeah. the world kind of, a lot of people in the world looked at it really poorly because it was born out of gay clubs and the bigotry associated with it was absurd, whereas now DJing in particular is looked at as this quite quite a masculine thing right mm. and it's cool to do that whereas back then it was too feminine it was this it was that and people didn't like it so i just think that's a it's a really fascinating story and i would recommend people go and look up a few of the people that really pioneered those movements because yeah this sort of music has shaped so many other kinds of music and it's really cool to hear a modern take on it particularly yeah. from a person of color because they also dominated those scenes in the 70s particularly yeah. in so it's really cool to hear this and also it's a fucking sick song this song is so awesome yeah no totally um i was gonna say if listeners and they don't know and they're not aware of this but um if they want to get a better idea as to the kinds of bigotry that was kind of targeted towards people that made disco music but also people that like disco music mm. um reading about the disco sucks thing where a commercial radio kind of disc jockey oh, yes. got a whole heap of people to come to a baseball game before the American baseball game started and they burnt a whole heap of disco disco records on the field on the pitch i guess you'd say in baseball but um yeah it was it's almost quite quite violent and aggressive I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure you got into that game free if you brought a disco record to burn as well yeah it, yeah it which such is a weird like a toxic masculinity i hate using mm -hmm. that because it's like got so many connotations to it but like it is the epitome of that whole toxic masculinity like sport and music can't mix sport and culture can't mix type thing and i'm just like yeah. fuck that yeah totally yeah. anyway yeah. should we listen to a bit of breaking rules yeah let's do the, it the title of the song is even so perfect for it anyway this is called breaking <laughs> rules it's by rick wilson we will be back for my last song That was Breaking Rules by Rick Wilson. My last song for today. It's um, it's by Kygo and Kim Petrus. It's called Broken Glass. Um, this one. Sorry, just got slightly distracted there. This one. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm like that really annoying puppy that just won't leave you alone, but also doesn't provide anything of substantial value to you. Yeah, that's me. Mm. Um, mm. This this is not a groundbreaking song. It's not going to be anything, um, at a, I guess, seminal or anything like that. It's just a really fucking great pop moment in itself. And I just really love songs that can just be the song that they are. They're not trying to do anything over the top. They're not trying to do anything too different. They just are a great catchy pop song. And that's what this is. And that's why I chose it. Yeah. I think, what was it? Maybe last episode that we did of International Marmalade or the, or the episode before, uh, I spoke about a song and you did not like it. Yeah, I was and it was one of the first times where it was clear that you just didn't like a song. Um, I, I can see why this song is really popular. It's got all the ch- chopped up vocals. It's got the slightly swung kind of groove to it. Um, it's got that soaring top line vocal thing, but it's not my. Yeah, that's fine. It's not my cup of tea. It's very <laughs> um, traditional. Like current time pop song, yeah, yeah. It feels very much like it stemmed out of the EDM kind of movement that happened what like ten years ago or something, mm. or not not ten years ago, less than that. Um, and is just one of those new versions of of EDM. I mean, the you know there are clearly different sorts of influences in there. There's a bit of like guitar and. Um, and what what's the singer's name? Say that again. Um, what's the singer's name? Kim Petrus. Kim Petrus. Do you know her story? Big pop kind of artist that's okay. Trying to do that slightly weird thing as well. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the the vocals are phenomenal. Like the vocals soar. They go big. They do everything you want a big pop vocal to do. Yep. Um. Yeah, and in that in that sense, I can see why this is a massive song, and I can see why this might be like a song that you can kind of release yourself to. Yeah, I think there's this perception that for you to like music, there has to be something really deep to it. And while a lot of the time that's great and it's amazing and you can look really far into lyrics, and we've talked about a lot of those songs, Sometimes mm. you just want a song that you don't have to think about that you can just sit and enjoy. And that's what yeah. this is. And um, I know people talk about a lot about Taylor Swift, but that 1989 album, that's exactly what that was. It's fucking catchy music yeah. that you can put on loud and just enjoy when you don't want to have to think too hard about it. And that's what this is. And I don't see anything wrong with that as long as it's not the only thing you can do. Yeah, 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 totally. Oh, I'm a massive fan of so much pop music mm. um and for, for exactly that reason that's so well articulated just to be really? able to sit on and yeah just well i forgot forgotten what you said now but still <laughs> um, i forget what but I to have on in the background and to kind of forget almost forget that it's there but for it to still to to do all those background music things of motivating you of getting you moving you know, there's music operates in all sorts of different ways, and often it's it's both the musician but also the listener yeah. that creates that almost creates the song, if mm. you like. 
and creates the function of the song. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's hear the first song that Mix has openly said he doesn't like on <laughs> air. It's a groundbreaking yeah. moment, people. Uh, this is Broken Glass by Kygo and Kim Petrus. That was a bit of Broken Glass by Kygo and Kim Petrus that Mix now famously doesn't like, and I'm going to harp on that just to annoy Mix. <laughs> um, before we wrap up, we we wanted to touch on the happenings of the world right now. Um, yes. We're both extremely white and don't really have the right to say too much about this other than the fact that we are both vehemently anti-racist and don't agree with how people have of colour have been treated not only in America but here at home in Australia. Yeah. Um, what we're going to do instead of us preach about this topic because we don't really have the right to preach about this, we're going to link to some really good pieces of writing or social media posts from people of colour um, that articulate what is going on, why we all need to stand up and why the Black Lives Matter hashtag and movement is so important. Um, we'll also link to some places that if you have some money to donate, we all know it's hard right now because we're still in the throes of pandemic and a lot of work being lost. But if you do have some money to donate, um, we're going to be linking to some Indigenous charities here in Australia that um, could really use some um, funds. Yeah, 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 totally. I mean, you say that we should kind of be quiet about it I think, yes, we should be quiet in the sense that it will then hopefully, you know, give, give, give room and space for uh, people of colour to articulate their experiences. But also we've heard these, these experiences aren't anything new. Yeah. And I think it is on us and uh, as white people. And dear listener, like if you feel equipped, if you feel very confident in your knowledge, use that effectively. Speak about it. Like, go and if you've got a mate that says something slightly racist, like a shitty racist joke um, that you've let slide, now's the time. Now's the time because you're in a position to be able to do something about it. It shouldn't always be the onus of people of colour to create that change. They're already copying it on a day-to-day -day basis. We need to actually step up here um, much more than than we ever have before because, you know, this stuff just continues to happen. This is not new. This is the, the most shameful thing about this whole thing is this what's happening in America and obviously what's happened in Australia for the, for the past 200 and whatever years uh, is not new. Mm. We've yeah. just let it slide as white people. I know obviously there are a heap of people that have been doing a lot of very positive work, uh, but clearly there needs to be more people doing that positive work. Yeah. yeah, so we're looking to amplify the work of those who have already articulated this really well. Yes. Um, 
So that's our mission in terms of what we're linking below and what we stand for. We're going to amplify the what has already been said, I guess, um, in an effort to spread it to our networks too. Yeah. But yeah, um, that's where we're at with that. Uh, should we wrap this episode up? Yeah. Yeah. Good idea. Yeah, I reckon that's I a good idea. I noticed Google Meet has added a time clock on the um, Hangout screen, which is really intimidating to me because I can talk a lot. Um, <laughs> I've been and in some, could... some meetings this week where I've noticed that the time clock has come up. I'm just like, oh, God. Have uh... people turned that on just to make me shut up? Like, what's going on? <laughs> I've never used this before. So this has been fun, Gemma. It's been fun using Google Meet as opposed to Google Hangout. I think Hangouts doesn't exist. It's the same thing. They've just, it's changed just been rebranded. We used this last time, didn't we? We didn't use Meet. Oh, I think literally Meet is something that's happened in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, it's been a while since we talked because I've been slack. Um, what have been you busy. got? Yeah, <laughs> so busy. And it's going to get busier next week. Um, but for good reasons. Um, Yay. What have you got coming up, Nick? <laughs> um, we've got a. Episode three of the Iceland blah, of the isolation podcast, even uh, is in your feeds next week when this episode comes out. Um, go go back and have a listen to the first two episodes. Uh, you know, share it with your mates. I think one of the things we've really noticed uh, is that, especially for for our friends, for for myself. For my friends and for my partner, who's my co-host, Elle, her friends, especially at the moment where we just don't have the chance to be able to see them as much, they've really loved having us talk about stuff in their heads. Um, so, and if you, you know, if you feel like you're a bit stuck um, and could do with some outside voices... Perhaps. I was going to make uh, a joke about being like a narcissist or something, like purely joking. And then I was like, I have <laughs> so many podcasts all the time. I have no right to make that joke. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I mean, am I a think... narcissist, though, let's be honest. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's, you know, if that's something that we're able to do, that Elle and I are able to do at this time for, for anybody else, then, then that's awesome. Like, Heck yeah, yeah. yeah. How about you? What have you got coming up? Um, so many things. Uh, <laughs> so men's footy returns next week after I think it's been seventy-seven days today on the day we're recording this. I think is how long it's been. Not that you're um, counting or anything. No, I saw it somewhere before. Okay. I am not counting. I promise you. <laughs> um, I've had too much to do. Um, so yeah, I keep saying um as well. Sorry, the that which means that the play on preview and review um, that podcast that comes out every Friday morning and Tuesday morning on Play On Radio's networks um, will be back as of next week. So oh, that great. is exciting. Well, it, it's going to be this week when this comes out. So yes, yes, uh, <laughs> Friday the twelfth will be the first episode of the Play On Preview back. Um, from the little hiatus that's been. So that's going to be fun because it means I get to talk about footy on a more strategic level again, which is really exciting to me. 
Um, otherwise, I did all the plugging at the top about the siren badges and things. Uh, mm. We're probably going to have to restock really soon. So get in now if you want to get your order in the next week or so. Um, otherwise, it's it will be two or three weeks before we get the next batch in, which is cool because I love selling stuff out because I love making things that people love and want to buy. So that's really exciting because yeah. um, I designed them all and I made them all. So it's actually a really nice little personal triumph there. Um, oh. <laughs> I'm having a brain meltdown. Uh, what else am I doing? Nothing much. Uh, I think there will be a new episode of I See It, but I don't believe it soon. And I've got some cool Australian Jams guests coming up that uh-huh. um, I'm locking down at the moment. So that's cool. Uh, oh, this is completely off topic. I got <laughs> I, uh, as part of my procrastination in isolation rhymes mm. uh i finally got some rolls of film from 2017 developed hey that's exciting so i'm slowly sharing them on my instagram <laughs> um the All right. reason i thought of them is because they're from a trip to singapore that i did with a band uh to perform so at a yeah. festival so yeah those are pretty that's pretty cool nice to look back on because simpler times i yeah, say simpler yeah. times i was about to have a serious surgery and you know quit my job and <laughs> was unemployed so simpler times in a way (laughs) um but yeah so that's fun uh i'll stop talking now yeah cool (laughs) but what you'll be back in in a week's time with another edition of australian jam so right hopefully (laughs) that's the goal i don't want to put a schedule in place well i think i think last time we did this I made a joke about not having booked my next guest. Yes. Yes, you but did. But that worked out fine. Yeah, um, it did. Uh, two episodes have come out, so that's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I literally just sent an email back to the publicist I'm working with for the ne- ideally for the next episode right before we jumped on this. So hopefully uh, it is Saturday. They sent me the email on Tuesday. So that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Uh, I've been in website mode anyway that's my only own personal struggle that no one else needs to worry about i'm really sorry everyone for this i'm not going to cut it out i'll just apologize <sighs> this has oh, been dear. international marmalade <laughs> i've been Tavassiani. i've been mix everett i will see you next month bye see ya sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.